Hello and welcome to the Skillshop Pincast, episode 21. I'm your host, Graham. And I'm Kayla. And uh, Kayla and I are recording our second episode in two days straight. Here. Yeah, first time ever. Yeah, so hopefully two weeks ago you guys uh, listened to uh, our chat with Jermaine about the uh, Seattle Super, Super League. League. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. Uh, so we're just on a roll, though. We're just yeah. knocking them out for the month of February <laughs> here and uh, couldn't be happier. Um, and I'm meeting a lot of new people because I didn't know Jermaine and, uh, yeah. and I just met Lonnie for the first time tonight. Uh, Lonnie Langford is our guest. Hello, Lonnie. Uh, hello. Thank you very much. I'm yeah, honored to be here. Well, Great thanks. to have you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So, and I, I didn't even know who you were uh, until about a few weeks ago when Kayla said, you know, I think Lonnie could be on our podcast. I was like, yeah. okay, sounds great. Who's Lonnie? <laughs> so, Kayla, why don't you tell the listeners? I sort of describe you as like the the Northwest Yeti of pinball, where it's like, it's this legend that people talk about and like, everyone has their story of an appearance that they saw you and like but can, no one can like confirm that your existence but but those high scores that you put up on machines are confirmation but i remember like years ago when i started getting into seattle pinball i would just see these astronomical scores on pinball machines and the initials lwl next to them i was like who the hell's that guy and <laughs> it's like that's lonnie he's just really good at pinball so um, I just like became aware of your presence, and I think I ran into you at a Northwest uh, convention show one year, and it's like, yeah, pleasure to meet you. Like, just really fun to watch you play, and so yeah, it would be interesting to hear your story of how you got into pinball. Yeah, I want to hear your pinball origin story. Yeah, <laughs> this mythical being. <laughs> oh well, well, yeah. Thank you, sir. thank you very much. Like I said, I'm honored. Uh, yeah, I've been kicking around uh, various bowling alleys, pizza places pinball arcades uh, f- around Seattle for the last 30 years. It's hard to believe it's been that long already. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I, so I guess I started, started really getting into pinball in the late 80s. Okay. Uh, you know, favorite thing to do as a kid was go to the video arcade. And sometime around the late 80s, video games, it seemed like the video game companies lost all their imagination. They kept putting the mm. same game out and with a different title every time. Like, how many times are they going to do Street Fighter? And how many times are they going to do Pole Position and just in a different package? And at the same time, pinball had kind of a just a, a, a revolution in, in design. And, and uh, I mean, that's when you started getting... Pat Lawler put out all of his mm-hmm. games. They were just really fun and innovative. Um, you know, Earthshaker and... And uh, Twilight Zone and Adam's Family. That was, I mean, Williams was really at a at a peak right then, and I just fell in love with pinball and been play. I've been playing ever since. Wonderful. Uh, Did Did you have anybody in particular that kind of drew you in, or was it kind of a solo quest that you know? Uh, It was mostly, it it was mostly solo. Uh, I did my first roommate uh, in college. He he owned a pinball machine. It was a old em from i probably the 50s or 60s oh wow uh that was the first pinball machine that i ever had a chance to just play at will whenever i wanted to but so he 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 and and so he loved pinball and he kind of got me into it a little bit more but that was about it yeah that's a total game changer to have pinball at your disposal yes yeah <laughs> like, just, yeah, yeah access to any time that i get to go to rod's house or something i'm like oh cool i'm not throwing away dollars at a time this is great <laughs> uh, i got a little caught up today uh, i started scrolling through the uh, northwest pinball classifieds on facebook and mm-hmm. that's a dangerous rabbit hole. yeah <laughs> <laughs> mm, well yeah um I, I i've heard tell of of you playing for hours on games um 
what was it, Lord of the Rings recently? Yeah, at the Super League finals, Jermaine told us that um, once you were no longer in the finals, you just camped out on Lord of the Rings and played for probably like four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. I, I, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I haven't had much luck at tournaments. Um, I've actually never won a tournament, so usually, oh, wow. I, usually after I lose a tournament, I'll then drown my sorrows by going to some some machine in the corner and mm-hmm. and and doing what I can on it. And yeah, I had a nice little run on on Lord of the Rings afterwards. Um, my my all time best game on Lord of the Rings though is actually uh, several years ago. I put up uh, two billion points. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Um, <laughs> and actually got to Valinor Multiball twice. In the same twice. Game. That's ridiculous. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that score, it's like not even a question if you got to Valinor. But you did it twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. I, I, what's your I think like? My one ninety million yeah, right? still stands on Andrew's Lord yeah. of the Rings just for whatever that's worth. <laughs> what's your like mental process with that when you're like, okay, I've got five gifts of the elves and I need the other two, or like I, I, you know, do you do you tend to like get your multi balls and complete them when when you're in them the first time, or do you have to go back to them? Uh oh. With Lord of the Rings, I always have to. It always takes me more than one yeah. multiball to, to complete those. Those those multiballs are tough to. Well, at least yeah. at least the two towers multiball is really tough to it complete. Really mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I've ever done it on one on one multiball. Um, but yeah, my my mindset on any of those games is is I'm always going for the wizard mode, mm-hmm. and I always try to map my strategy to focus on whatever it is that's the most difficult part to get to the wizard mode so that I have the best chance of getting it. Oh, so you set yourself up to make it more challenging. It, yeah, well, sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, why not? Like, that's the excitement of pinball, because if you just, you know, like, point hack the game, and you're like, okay, if I just do this, this, and this, that's how I get the highest score, that's how you win in a tournament. But, like, when I got into pinball, it was just, this is the goal of the game. Like, I want to save the genie from the princess and or the or Arabian Nights. I want to, like get all the monsters on stage and go to Transylvania Square Gardens on Monster Bash. And like, that's, the, that's what draws me in is the storyline and getting to an end result. But like playing more tournaments kind of tears that nostalgia away from you. You're just like, okay, start multiple, I'll get jackpots, rinse and repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's, uh, and that, that's the allure for me with pinball is trying to, I want to see something that I haven't seen before in the machine. Word. And mm-hmm. so I'm always going for that and not so concerned about the score I think hurts me in tournaments sometimes because it's a completely different strategy mm-hmm. uh, for tournaments where you're just you're trying to get the most efficient way of scoring points early rather than trying to see the storyline that the pinball machine presents. Mm-hmm. But in because that's your goal, you tend to like figure out how to recover balls better and make your shots more accurately. Correct. Because like you're like I have my eyes set on this. Let's just happen, and then scores just will happen as they go, you know. So yep. well, it's a much better strategy, it sounds <laughs> like. <clears throat> I like that. that yeah. The journey is really the uh, more important part rather than, yeah. Very nice. Um, well, gosh. Uh, I'm also just kind of interested to hear, like, what it was like to be around when Earthshaker came out brand new. And, like, <laughs> you know, because, like, these are kind of just um pillars of pinball that we get lucky enough to like get swapped in and out in seattle Mm -hmm. and like you were around when like graham and i are living in this stage where we're excited that ghostbusters is coming out and like lord of the rings happened but like we don't have that cultural nostalgia or or, like that cultural memory of like 
oh yeah, Adam's Family was a big movie in the 90s, and then, oh wow, they're making a pinball machine of that. That's really interesting. And then it turns out to be like one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I just love the games of those era, and it, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's also just fun playing any new machine. That's yeah, because everything's in perfect working condition. Right. I mean, that's the <laughs> I mean, definition of the discovery process, yeah, right? Absolutely. To have a new playfield in front of you. Yeah, it's 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 hard to find uh, an older game that's still in that perfect working condition, at least on location anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Well, um, I. I don't know. I'd like to know if you guys think this is the case, but it seems like over the last six or seven years or so, as pinballs had a a, you know more resilient resurgence here in Seattle and elsewhere, that we're we're getting a little bit more care and attention to those older games. You're a little more likely to find. Would you guys agree, or or am I just looking at this through rose-colored glasses? It's funny. um, So my roommate Brooke, uh, she goes on this site mercurial.com. It's like a you know, what is off- it there? Mercurial.com, yeah, I think Mercurial? so. I think something like okay. that. I can't remember what it is, but it's like an offer-up kind of site where you just can post your things like a Craigslist. And she's like, oh, I just thought to think, like, search for pinball. And there was a Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man up for sale for, like, 450 bucks free shipping. And she's like, that's pretty tempting. Like, just $450 and we get a pinball machine? So I started, like, looking up what they were worth and mm-hmm. if that was a low-ball price or high-ball price. And I found this thread from, like, 2012 where this guy was offering one up for $150 and he's like the CPU is broken you need to replace that but 150 bucks free pin you know pretty cheap hmm. price and months went by and no one got it and he's like okay we're dropping it to $100 for you know guys it's a pinball machine just freaking buy it like <laughs> and it's just weird to kind of like see the depreciation of value with that at that time but yeah you, you can't go back and fix these once they're screwed up to a point. Yeah, that's true. You can only do so much rehab with mm-hmm. a certain, with some machines. But, but he made some comments like, $100 or it's going to a dumpster. Like, make it the decision, guys. Did somebody step up to the plate at yeah, that point? Yeah, they did. Uh-huh. Like, okay. Did the humane thing? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, well. I, yeah. I, 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 still, I still stand where I do. I, I think that I think there are that there are more machines in great condition than there were ten mm-hmm. years ago. No, I, I I agree with that. Okay. There, <laughs> there's uh, a lot of places um, because pinball machines require more maintenance than right. just a video game sitting in the corner. Uh, for a long time, they uh, a lot of places that would have them on location would just kind of abandon them and they get in bad shape. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now that they're now that those older machines are rare. I, I think um, the the places on location that do have pinball machines treat them much nicer, and so it's. I think it's easier to find uh, a nice classically restored machine on location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it helps. Just yeah, the more the more players that there are attached to it, the the more attention the operators, by definition, kind of have to turn around and give mm-hmm. it. Because uh, then you've got you know people bothering Evan, for example, yeah, uh, to go pick Savat's machines mm-hmm. um, constantly. Yeah. <laughs> but then you've got companies like um, CPR, like cus- or Classic Playfield Restorations, that will just take care of old, worn-out, warped playfields, or just you know build them up, um, fill in any blemishes, and and get them in nice working condition. But then you have to do a playfield swap, which is, sounds like a really notorious undertaking. Like, it just sounds really labor intensive, but it's worth it if you get a brand new playfield out of the work. <clears throat> um, 
So yeah, one thing I was kind of wondering about is like, how do you, how do you stand for like four hours at a machine and play <laughs> with like that kind of endurance pinball? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, uh, I don't realize it at the time that, <laughs> that in the uh, zone. Yeah, you get in the zone and 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 you're enjoying a game and just playing it. Mm-hmm. I don't sometimes realize that. Wow, I've been standing at this machine for a really long time, <laughs> and it's not until I'm done that I realize that I've got calluses on the palms of my hand. Oh. And uh, my, I tend to put all my weight on my right foot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then once I realize I'm done, I start walking. I realize, you know, start walking stiffly and suddenly realize my right foot is really sore. <laughs> oh, man. So when you say you put your uh, weight on your right foot, do you have it kind of in front of you? You're leaning into it or? Uh, yeah, I have them. Uh, um, I, I have my feet, the right feet back, front foot forward. Oh, okay. So the right foot is like your anchor, anchor to pivot off exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's probably not the best, probably not the best uh, position. I feel like I kind of do it. It's one I fell into. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've got my left foot forward as well, but I feel like my weight's on it while I'm doing that. So that's very interesting. I'm always... Well, you kind of attack a machine. You're kind of just like yeah, in, in it for blood. So. so you're just like, uh, whereas like Greg Dunlap gets down and does the splits in front of the machine, basically. <laughs> How does that work? Oh man, the, the Dunlap stance is like a good two feet like spread i mean he's a tall guy but he's just down like eye level the play field with his feet just so far spread out like he takes up a lot of room when he plays pinball and then you have people like jennifer peevler who will like donkey kick you if you get too close because she gets so into it i'm a little guilty (laughs) or then you have bobby conover who does the crossover and he just looks like really just comfortable playing (laughs) there's all sorts of pinball stances man Very interesting. Yeah, um, uh, Travis, our friend Travis had a question uh, about your general approach to to gameplay. Are you more of a stop and go, uh, take you know, hold your shot and you know aim, or or do you try to fall into the flow as much as possible? Uh, I usually try to keep as much control of the ball as possible. Um, uh, actually, it's 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 funny as in my early years when I was when I was playing pinball, like a lot of players. You, just as soon as the ball gets near the flipper, you try to hit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know, that's kind of more of a flow player approach. And I was more of a flow player then. And, and you know, I put up some pretty good scores and I thought I was really good because I had the high scores on the local arcade. And then I decided, you know what, I, I want to play in a pinball tournament somewhere. And 15 years ago, pinball tournaments were hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And I looked online, like, where can I find a pinball tournament? The closest one I could find was in Denver. Uh, the Rocky Mountain Pinball Show. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm going to make a vacation out of this. I'm going to travel to Denver and have a vacation. I'm going to go see the pinball show and enter the tournament. And also traveling to the tournament there was Neil Schatz, who's a legendary, oh, yeah. legendary the pinball yeah, the player. <laughs> yeah, Neil Schatz. They Sh- named a move after him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a legendary player from California. And um I just, just in five minutes of watching him, I realized that I knew nothing about the Oh, ball. my gosh. <laughs> he, was, he had such amazing control of the ball. Um, and I, I learned more in 10 minutes of watching him than I did in 10 years on my own playing yeah. pinball. And it was only then that I discovered how much more efficient you are if you can get control of the ball, um, make every shot a controlled shot. And so I'm much less of a flow player now. I'm um, I'm always trying to get control of the ball uh, as much as I possibly can. Uh, 
still trying to do as I'm still not as good as him when it comes to multi ball and keeping controls of multiple balls at the mm-hmm. same time. Usually multi ball I be I kind of revert back into a flow player of just trying to yeah. Yeah. hit my shots in flow. I totally understand mm-hmm. that. Man. I feel like There's every time I try to it. like L and out my my flippers, I just something goes wrong. Yeah. And, <laughs> <you know? laughs> and I'm fine with just like a one one cradle separation, like hold one, hit a jackpot, you know. Yeah. But I you should get maybe one and then it all falls apart. Yeah, <laughs> Whereas I probably would have been flailing multi ball like for <laughs> twice three times as long. Yeah, I'm still a little bit of a flailer when it comes to multi ball. Yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> well, I want to read for those listeners uh, this really nice quote from Kaylee that was on Pinball News a few years ago. Yes. When Martin Ayub uh, interviewed him. Seems uh, like a good transition point after yeah. the Yale Chats uh, comment. Um, Pinball News says, who was the first good player you ever saw? And Kaylee's response is, one of the first truly good players I ever met in person was Lonnie Langford, LWL. He has dropped off the radar in the past few years, and it's a real shame, as I think he's one of the true greats. The first time you see someone like Lonnie play, your whole concept of the game changes. You begin to realize the level of deep strategy involved in the game and the sheer mastery of flipper skills that can be achieved. Uh, just, uh, <laughs> I'm absolutely humbled that, uh, Kay- that Kaylee George, of world champion of yeah. all people, would say that. Yeah, Kaylee and I went to, this, the one time I've been to Papa, Kaylee and I went to Papa the same year. Oh, okay. In uh, 2006, I think it was. And it was the one time I've been there. Uh, I entered the B division because I didn't think I was that good. Mm-hmm. Um, I did well. I finished second. Uh, That's awesome. I consider it one of my, one of my, it's the best tournament showing i've ever had yeah um but yeah watching kaylee play i knew then you know kaylee's better than i am he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna do well at this thing and i'm really i was really excited to see that he won the world championship yeah a couple years ago. i know that was a great moment um yeah i have the same kind of feeling with kaylee because like i played a lot on my own a lot with friends um about seven eight years ago and then 2009 i did my first tournament and then, like, I think 2011, I joined Seattle Pinball League. And it was just, that's where I met Kaylee, Jeff Gagnon, Robert Gagno, like, Eden Stam, like, all these awesome players. And I was like, wait, he let the ball bounce off his flipper yeah. and, like, didn't do that anything? Is, that it was, is my mind real, was blown. Yeah, first time you see that. Is <laughs> or, like, a live catch. Else. You're just like, holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah, it just incredibly elevates every, everyone's playing when you can see that happen in yeah. front of you. Yeah. Kaylee was... Kaylee was the best live catcher I've ever seen. He, mm-hmm. he was he was the one that pretty much inspired me to learn that move. Yeah. I, I, if I ever did it before then, it was on accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to actually see somebody doing that on purpose on a regular basis was just amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like every now and then I can drop catch on purpose. Yeah. But live it's... catching is always an accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's, it's the main reason why I think people should just go out and play tournaments and make friends yeah. is because this... This is such a common story, right? Like, um, you, it it unlocks something when you when you see another player uh, uh, show you what's possible. Absolutely, and it's just so interesting too because at some point these people just figured this out on their own. And some people did, and sometimes it's passed along. Like, yeah. you know, like you you got a lot of things from from Neil Schatz and mm-hmm. and then Lon, or, sorry, and then Kaylee got, got, got things from you, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so I mean, now so we cool. have like Papa.org, and you can watch all these moves in a tutorial video and uh-huh. just say, oh, okay, this, like anytime I meet a new player, I'm like, play a tournament, go to Papa. Like, just at least go to their website, watch watch tutorials, watch tournaments. And your, your view on playing pinball will completely change, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, well, we've got, I, th- I think, just one more question that was submitted for Lana. Are you uh, talking about the one from Levi? Because that's such a oh, joke no, 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 question. No, okay. no. You, you, kind <laughs> of, you kind of actually already addressed that anyway. Oh, from uh, Kevin? Yeah, from Kevin. Uh, wondering if uh, you, this is from Kevin Burrell, wondering uh, if, if you plan to start playing big events again in the future. Yeah. Uh, I would like to. I, personally, I've, I, I, personally, I feel still, I, I feel like I'm a little rusty. Yeah. I, I've. I haven't played as much as I used to. Um, yeah, ten years ago, I was ten years ago. I was playing every day. You can find me at Shorty's every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I only play the odd odd day every now and then. So I still feel like I'm a little rusty. Um, still haven't won any tournaments, but well, you're not gonna with that attitude. You won't win any. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people like you. You know, it's the same thing with Lotto. Like you're not gonna win if you don't play. That's true. Yeah. And. You know, like I, people tell me when I'm down on my, on my luck in, pin, in tournaments, like, you know, someone's just crushing me by ball three and they're like, oh, it only takes one ball. I'm like, it's usually not mine. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, um, I, I just won my first tournament at flip flip two weeks awesome. ago and it felt yeah. so good. And I did kind of, well, it wasn't, it was my first win at flip flip, but I did kind of a similar thing that you did where I went into the B division a couple of years ago at Seattle, Pin, Seattle pinball museum. They had a Halloween tournament. And like Julie Gray was there, and she just gave me this stern talking to. She's like, "What are you doing in B?" I was like, I, I, "That's how good I think I am." And she's like, "You're sandbagging it. That's not fair." You know, there, there's people I've never played a tournament before, and you're gonna win B and I, I won B, and like I kind of felt guilty. <laughs> um, but I just knew I wasn't ready to hang with the A level players yet. I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. I too have never won a tournament, so congratulations, Kayla, oh, on being the only. <laughs> congratulations! Yeah. I've got three wins. I got one at Full Tilt Ballard, Seattle oh, Pinball man. Museum, and then Flip Flip. My highest. But, is, yeah, you just I've gotta got keep IFD doing. Up in front of me now. <laughs> My <laughs> highest. I remember it well. Was uh, second place in nice. 2011 That's for the good. Ballard Pinball Tournament, and Julie Gray was first place. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, she's still playing tournaments. Where are you? Where are you? That's a big <laughs> question. I've, I've fallen off the radar too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I do love that um, Seattle's become such a hotbed for yeah. really top quality play. I mean, there's so many top quality players in the area that uh, I definitely get uh, see some good competition at any tournament in the area. I That's mean, true. is that something that you ever thought would happen? Like back and going to shorties all the time, that, that being the only place that you could really play. No, I never I never imagined that this that yeah. uh, we'd suddenly have. Uh, half a dozen of the top world's players here and, and mm-hmm. a half a dozen tournaments you can find around town oh yeah on a given week on, on any yeah. week yeah. yeah i think friday's the only day that there's not competitive pinball going yeah. on <laughs> that's our sabbath we don't roll on fridays <laughs> um oh what was it there was some oh yeah i was gonna ask you about um uh, shorty's annual when you were playing adam's family and the power went off but not <laughs> yes. the power on adam's family the physical power of the building <laughs> yes uh yeah it was it was during um actually i think it was during the christmas storm that you might that people might remember from uh oh, i want to say eight years ago maybe that does sound kind of familiar we had like a lots of heavy snow that year. yeah we uh as I was driving home from Shorty's, the, pretty much the whole east side was out of power. Oh, uh, wow. But, um, yeah, I was, you know, enjoying, just enjoying a lonely night at uh, Shorty's playing playing uh, Adam's Family. And I got locked in on the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was eagerly trying to get uh, something I've only done once ever on, a, on Adam's Family Pinball Machine. But there's a bug in the scoring 
if you hit the 255th mansion room. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's yeah. Su- let's just assume for the <laughs> listeners' sake that that happens to us. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the nice thing about it with Adam's family, there's two extra balls every time through yeah. the mansion. So, so you can if, tap if, out at nine balls a game. Yeah. So if you can if you can uh, go through the mansion in in on average fewer than two balls you can theoretically play forever yeah so would you, so i was doing that getting locked i got locked into the uh on the machine i was doing that once and i actually hit 255 mansion rooms and then the 256th mansion room the programming couldn't handle it oh my gosh and it actually it causes the bonus to just do crazy things and it starts awarding four billion points for a bonus <laughs> and that kind oh of thing oh my gosh uh so I was trying to reach that that point yeah. where we basically bugs out and just starts giving you all kinds of crazy high yeah. scores. And uh, I was very close. I was up to I think seven and a half billion points and oh two hundred and fifty something mansion rooms, and then the power went out. Oh man! And uh, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> all that hard work just done. Yeah, because it was I don't know. It was probably I'd probably been playing three hours maybe oh my on God. that. <laughs> It was a it was a yeah. long time. I wasn't really keeping track. Well, of and time, then but. Jeff told me too that uh, when you when the power got restored, like that score was still up there, but because the you know she, machine got a hard shutdown, there was no uh, it wasn't on the high scoreboard. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it wouldn't record it as a high score. But when you turn the machine back on, that was the last score that was played on there. So that kind of stuck there. So he he's like, yeah, he was in the billions. I was like, what? <laughs> Gosh, that's harsh. It's like you just you're working on the next great American novel and you forgot to hit save, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Um, are there any other kind of, like what are what are some of your favorite games now? Then are there any like in the last couple of years that have come out that have specifically impressed you or anything? Yeah, you're clearly fond of Lord of the Rings, which I also share that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Lord of the Rings. I I love Lord of the Rings because it has such a deep rule set. Yeah, it's um, really yeah. No, no matter how good you get. It will always be a challenge, um, and it has a lot of multi balls. And I love playing multi balls. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think that's one of the best stirred machines uh, you know, in the last 10, 10, 15 years or so. Mm-hmm. And Simpsons um, Pinball Party too. And Simpsons Pinball Party is a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I, I actually consider um, I actually reached the wizard mode. This I think it's a super duper mega extreme wizard mode or whatever they call <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, I reached it once, and I consider that. My proudest pinball achievement. It's so oh, hard to get to the wizard mode on, on yeah. Simpsons. Well, because there's a part where like the flippers are reversed. Yeah, there's one part where the flippers are reversed. It's a mm-hmm. lot of. That's a lot of. Do fun. you play cross armed? I I do. Yeah, I it's it's weird. Like listeners at home, you can't see me doing this, but like if you ever are in the situation, just play it this way. Anyways, it's just a fun experiment. Just cross your arms over, put your right flipper on the left button, and then your or your your right hand on the left flipper button. And your left hand on the right flipper button, and see how well you can play pinball. Seems like it's going to be easy. It's not. <laughs> you intuitively want to hit the left flipper with your left hand, and you just kind of mm-hmm. think that when it's at the left flipper, you hit with that one, but then the right flipper it's fires, and, and so hard to undo that muscle. And the memory. first t- yeah. the first time you see it, it really throws you for a loop. It's- <laughs> mm-hmm. We had a couple of side tournaments at SPL, and what, that was one of them where you play cross-armed, and whoever gets the highest score on Shrek or something wins twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Twilight Zone's long been one of my favorite pinball machines. It's it's just so much fun to play that mm-hmm. machine. Um, I like a lot of the new. I like some of the new games that they've 
come out with too. Uh, Game of Thrones is was a lot of fun. Um, uh, that's one that I think is interesting because it's the first time that we've really seen a deviation between the pro and the LE. Uh, whereas oh, like a totally you get, upper play yeah, field. you get a, yeah. you guys really? get, oh, mm-hmm. have you, which one have you, have you had that upper play field? You play I, shorties I've or? only played oh, the one the at eight, eight bit, bit, which oh, does okay. not have the upper play. Field. Yeah. So if you go to full tilt Ballard or, um, shorties, it has the upper play field. Ah, yeah. So I it, think Olaf's does as well. Uh, no, it does no, not. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, so I, we have two pros and two LEs in, in the city. Okay. But yeah, yeah. It's kind of a game changer because the upper play field, like the apron of it basically just covers that ramp shot for the lock. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell if, unless it gets the the crest of the hill, if it's going to clear that shot or not. So you're like, oh, I don't know if this is coming back at me or not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> until it's in the drain, you know. So it kind of changes the whole game. And we got that little tidbit about Ghostbusters coming out soon, and mm-hmm. and the LE and the Pro have a very big difference on that one too. Sounds can't wait. Yeah, should be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I really want to know what the other... What were the other... Uh, at least we should ask Lonnie what he thinks the other ones might be. Uh, we we got, like, oh, yeah, the we code got, words for their other games. Do you know about up. that with Stern, where they just have, like, one code word that... Oh, like, I haven't heard. Okay, so when they make a new machine, like, the code name for Ghostbusters is Harold, like, Harold Remus, who directed mm-hmm. it. Um, I can't remember many other code names in the past, but they just give it, like, some weird obscure word to talk about it so that if you bring it up in con- like casual conversation no one's gonna really know what you're talking about um but yeah what were the names again it was toys toy was one uh shark was another one right mm-hmm. cinnabon cinnabon yeah that one <laughs> in particular was a real head scratcher we were trying to do some speculation about what those could possibly be. And we, um, I got a message from Eric Morales that said that he thinks that the shark is going to be pool thing, like like billiards themed, and he thinks that they're due for another pool themed game. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I'm kind of hoping for. I think Sharknado would be a fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have any ideas about Cinnabon? What would you guess for Cinnabon? Oh wow! Right. <laughs> <laughs> that that There's is no wrong answers. <laughs> that one's a maybe, puzzler. Maybe it's like a diner dash pinball machine, where you, you're the owner of a Cinnabon. You have to order. You have to <laughs> deliver buns to get to customers. That's <laughs> uh, like a what's that old arcade game with? That? Oh, like beer tapper or whatever. Yeah, uh, tapper. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sending Cinnabons down the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's <laughs> a puzzler for me. But there is there one more that we're missing. Uh, it was. No, it's Cinnabon, Shark, Toys, and Harold. Okay. Are the four. All right, all right. Um, and then we did have one other um, question from one of Graham's friends. Hmm? And oh. it's it's not yeah. a question it's that... Not, he's, he's just not a pinball player. Oh, okay. He's just making he has <laughs> oh, some okay. dumb question about the who's Tommy. Yeah, which I was like, I don't know <laughs> I if I really want to bring it up. I just with the response. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to know your, your views on the rock opera Tommy and I mean, Pinball Wizard. You're welcome to speak to it. But I don't, <laughs> Are I don't, you sick of the song? I don't I think am. he actually listens to it. And if you do, Tommaso, please let me know. I... Actually, I love playing pinball when, with the, the music going on in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Word. But do you, like, <laughs> when people find out that you're into pinball, they're like, oh, yeah, I like the Who song, right? Or they go, oh, ping pong. Yeah, I play that too. I'm like, no, I said pinball. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the layman's like entry-level catchphrase for mm-hmm. trying to relate to you. You know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I even told a coworker today that I was, I've been to go to Pinburg this year and he's like, Oh, what are you doing with the ping pong? 
I was like, yeah, no, those are different kind of paddles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Well, I don't, I didn't have time you to prepare to a, do game, a game. We usually play a game here. Yeah. Have you listened to the podcast? I have not. I'll have to start. Yes, you cool. will. Um, start with your own. <laughs> yeah. So, so we started and for the most part have played a game with guests called Name That Game. Uh, where I'll play a very brief sound clip from a game, oh. and then everybody has to take one guess as to what it is, and you know, and we keep going until everybody gets it right. So you mm-hmm. like write down your answer and submit it to me, um, <laughs> and they just you know I'll play like ten or twelve sound clips until you know, or until we run out. And they get um, easier and easier each exactly. sound clip. Yeah, so kind of like name that tune, sort of like more Sound- notes and what sounds like fun. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't have <laughs> it requires that I have a little bit of time to sit down on the computer and you know slice things out and try to order them based on what I think is hardest and easiest. And it's very subjective. Yeah, for the second day in a row, I just didn't have enough time to to do it. That's so, okay. You got to see David Cross last night. That's right. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> However, we did just create another couple games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we'll play what we did with Jermaine last night. It's called Last Pin Standing, and what we do here is we come up with a uh, like a genre. Uh, like Kayla and I played it together where we did movie licenses. And uh, last night, uh, we asked Jermaine for a, 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 a category, mm-hmm. and he uh, suggested sports uh, pinball games. So, and we've done rock bands, too. Oh, so yes, those, those three bands. are off the table. Yes. But uh, can you come up with a, a category? A, a genre for pinball machines? Yeah, just kind of a, yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, uh, it's hard on the spot, huh? I know, right? Yeah. It is. It is hard on the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always there's been quite a few um, there's been quite a few billiard themed games. Mm-hmm. That's true. We kind of went category. over a few of those yeah. with sports last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll veto that just because of the sports one from last night. Yeah, we do something like um, circus themed. Or yeah, it's kind mm. of a little bit too narrow. Mm. Or robots on machines. We should start getting people to submit these. Yeah. So we can just pull from them. <laughs> oh man. Um Did we we didn't do Superman themed or sorry, superhero themed already, did we? Not necessarily. I mean, mm. we did with the, the sidekicks guys. Oh, I, I thought of one, actually, uh, that I already had There was a yesterday. light bulb over Graham's head yes. and it just went off. Um, yeah, because I, I was brainstorming a little bit, but I didn't want to think about it too much yesterday because mm-hmm. if I thought about it too much before we recorded it, then I would start thinking about actual titles or too many titles. Um, and that's not fair to the rest of it's us. It's not fair to the rest of us. But because I forgot it and just thought of it again, let me know if you guys think that there are enough titles for us to play for this. Um Anything, any pinball game with star or space in the title. Oh my gosh, that could take forever. So, <laughs> so then yeah. yes, okay. Yeah. Are right. you in for in for that, Lonnie? Sure, I'll 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 do okay. my best. Cool. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off with stars. Easy. Yeah. All right. Um, well, Space Invaders. Star Wars, Episode One. <laughs> star Wars Day to East. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Uh. Oh, it's getting harder already. <laughs> <laughs> There's another uh, Star Wars game. Oh, yeah. There was. Mm-hmm. It's like the third oh. of, of them, what some might call. Yeah, like, I saw it at Gameworks once. You get like the first one, then you get a sequel, and then you get a... Oh, you get a trilogy? Tr- yeah, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars trilogy. trilogy. Yep. Cool. Uh, I'll go Stargazer. 
uh, Stargate, right? There was yeah. a Stargate one. SG-1, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are too good at this. <laughs> we had a little bit of practice. <laughs> yeah. What about that Michael Jordan movie with Bugs Bunny in it? Space Jam. Yeah. Nice. yeah. I wouldn't have Very thought good. of that. Um, <laughs> oh, geez, now it's up to me. Mm-hmm. I'm over here handing out answers. That's right. <laughs> uh, Star Galaxy is a game. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, there's a whole franchise. Yep, we... I just That's opened right. that up. Yeah. All right, well, we'll go with the old Star Trek uh, from... Is it a Data East game? There was, there was one. A data, yeah. 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 I go with the Star Trek Bally. Uh, I'll go with the Star Trek Stern then. And we'll close. <laughs> I think that closes, that closes the Star, the Star Trek, Trek app. Yeah. Those. Yeah, that okay. was a nice one to pick because it gets around back to you. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I it's getting rough. It's getting real hard. I, I don't have anything queued up. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I've, oh, I've got some. I think I'm out. Space Station. Uh, space Shuttle. Oh, man, space that's what shuttle. I was going next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was the one that you had in the bank? You just took that for me? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> space Station and Space Shuttle were the yeah, two. Yeah. So when you said. Pinbot. Start... No. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> uh, I might just hand this one to you. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, man. Starting to tap out. I feel like I. I, I gave up last night, too. I mean, I'll gladly take the win. I was the first. I was the first one out by a long shot last night. Jermaine yeah. and Kayla went for a long time and named them. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I know there's more. I know there's more too, and I want one to like seal, like stamp my victory. Yeah. But I'll just take it as it is. <laughs> right. uh, cool. Thanks um, for playing. Yeah, that was good. That was a good brain teaser. Uh, I was going to ask you too. Do you own any games at home now? I don't. Uh, hopefully, someday Have you ever? soon. Um, mm-hmm. For a long time, I was living in apartments. It just would yeah. have been yeah, that's uh, untenable. Yeah, mm-hmm. but finally have a house of my own. So ho- nice. hopefully, very soon, I'll have a have a machine of my own. Yeah, excellent. What machine would you want the most, and which one? It, and is that the same as what you expect to actually get? Does that make sense? Like your your pie in the sky game versus your whale. realistic uh, first purchase game. Oh, and if they're one and the same, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, for me, owning machines is such a dream. I would, I would want to go for pie in the sky right off the mm-hmm. bat if I could. Um, yeah, I'd have, I'd have to say Twilight Zone, but I'm really worried about what kind of maintenance it would take to keep mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, there's a lot that's, of moving parts on that machine. Yep. Yeah, that's very reasonable. Are that's, you? Are you that might be a tough one to maintain on your first try of mm-hmm. that's true maybe get a, a starter before that but no that would be a fantastic one time are you fairly mechanically inclined too do you feel like that you could uh, upkeep a game really well because that's my problem i fit broke i'd be like rod come over to my house yeah you know? i've been taught a few things but i just yeah. learned them i would i would certainly want to take good care of it um but i have no practice whatsoever with yeah. fiddling with the electronics <laughs> It would be learning on the fly the whole time. Yeah, it always reminds me of this Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, I don't know shit about cars. Unless the gas tank says E, I'm out. You know? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, but a gas tank says E, I got this. I got my toolkit, a.k.a. wallet. We're good. <laughs> <You know>? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Man. Well, we hope to see you out, or I hope to see both of you out yes, to yes. more tournaments because <laughs> yes, they're yes. fun. And you have things to share with people that... It's very unfair for you to hold to yourself. Yes. <laughs> you know? yep. 
Oh, thanks. That'll definitely inspire me to yeah. play more tournaments. Excellent. Yeah, I think bring I, up the next generation of pinheads. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh, well, we should. You know what we should do? We should try to get a uh, a guests of the pincast reunion. Oh, that'd be fun. Wouldn't like that be a year end thing. Yeah. <laughs> I am officially going to not let that idea go. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. Well, Ed Robertson's coming back in uh, in the summer for tour, so he might be All the right. hardest. And then. Yeah. Uh, Darren Hanlon might be a little rough yeah, to get a hold from of Australia, but everybody yeah. else will we'll stick to the locals. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lonnie and Todd and Brian and Allison and Jermaine yeah. and Heather and yada, yada, oh, yada. Awesome. That'd be great. <laughs> Bobby, Alexa. Yeah. Um, so my last question to you, Lonnie is if you, if you were in the position where you could make your dream game, Ooh, what would question. it be? Oh gosh. You know, I actually fantasized about this. Oh, yeah. when I, was, <laughs> I feel like anyone anyone that's like that addicted or like plays that often kind of thinks about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I was always really inspired by uh, Bonsai Run. Bonsai Run's a lot of fun. Mm. Having yeah. Play, having the play field go oh. up the the back glass, and I always envisioned that uh, a game that would have even more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be impossible to design, but <laughs> and I don't think it would really work out. Um, but yeah, I always envisioned a, a multi-layer. Well, like Pinball Circus, like like uh, what Python did at the. Do you know about that game at the Pinball Hall of Fame in Vegas? I've heard about it. I haven't yeah. seen it, but yeah, it's it's got it's multiple levels yeah. and it's this huge gigantic monstrosity. Uh, I so much want to play it. And Me too. I've heard a lot about it, but yeah, that's the kind of game that I always envisioned right. trying to design. Oh man, like a mousetrap kind of game. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. That sounds awesome. Oh, man. All right. Well, yeah, thank you so much, Lonnie, for joining us. Yeah, it was uh, a super pleasure. Thank you uh, for having me. Do you have anything that you would like to plug, anything that you would want to tell the listeners to go check out? Uh, go support your local pinball arcade. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kayla, do we have, I mean, just uh, the regular ones, right? Or I'm going to go ahead and say happy fifth season Monday Night Pinball by the time this comes out. We're, oh, yeah? Uh, we just got our schedules today. Our first game, I'm on the Pinball Busters, the women's team. But nice. <laughs> and uh, we have our first game at home. Yeah. They originally wanted to be called the Skillshot Sirens, and Gordon was like, can you please change your name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they graciously were like, that's no problem, and picked a better name. <laughs> um, and then I just I want to plug this band that I got for review for Razor Cake, Clarabelle and the Creeps. Uh, I was listening to it, and it's very similar to like Shannon and the Clams, like that kind of... 60s garagey like mod duop almost combo hmm. but a little like really lo-fi and i was like this girl's voice is great and then i looked up videos and i was like she's 12 holy shit wow <laughs> so it's like <laughs> that's impressive her dad is the guitar player and i was like whoa and she's been in the band since she was like eight was like, so huh. go check them out they have a song they have a video for the song i just want to dance and it's awesome word word um well, I, I don't have any unique plugs, so I think I'm just going to give our generic ones here then. Oh, Graham's uh, got a band. You should buy his record, too. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, check out Right Lines, B-R-I-T-L-I-N-E-S. And actually, we do have a show coming up at the beginning of April, but cool. I would wait till the next episode to plug that. But, you know, screw it. Get it on your calendar April, Friday, now. Friday, April 1st. Uh, we're gonna oh, that sounds like a joke. I know, right? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um, well, funny enough, they uh, had us on the calendar before some of us in the band were aware of it <laughs> so i don't know what the communication was with zach our, our front man but mm-hmm. you know i i went to you know just see who the band would be that we would be playing with and uh, your name and was already, it was already on there. On there. <laughs> like, oh, 
okay then <laughs> i guess we're in <laughs> yeah so bright lines go go listen to us um but you can write to us at skillshotpincast at gmail.com we always like hearing from you you know what? i'm gonna um, plug wizard amusement again because that was yeah. really cool of them uh two times in a row to give us shooter rods to give away for sure uh, and i think we forgot to mention their name last time we thank them but yeah yes yes so wizard to- amusement they do custom shooter rod yeah um, it's really cool we'll show you some photos mm-hmm. of them um yeah wizardamusement.com i think yeah, I yeah, believe there so. There it is. Mm-hmm. So while we're plugging them, we'll just... Uh, They've already got a Slimer, slimer rod getting ready. Yeah. Oh, here, we'll show you the Gollum one. Oh, it's so oh, cool. Oh, beautiful. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, he does great work. So yeah, yeah, we're, we're giving them a long, nice plug because they deserve it. And yeah. It's just cool, cool work they do. And that Abe Simpson, Grandpa Simpson there for Simpsons Pinball Party. Anyway, wizardamusement.com. Check them out. Um, but again, yeah, find us at skillshotpincast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know uh, what we should do an episode on. You, Kayla and I yeah. are kind of putting a lot in the bank right now, but we need to sit down and kind of map out the next mm-hmm. couple months. So we would love your input on what shows should be about. Uh, we've got a, a couple ideas. But I heard a ringing endorsement for uh, Elf being on the podcast. So awesome. Elijah. Yeah. yeah, Elijah it was yeah. more than welcome to come. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Skillshot on Facebook. Like us there. Uh Skillshot Pincast on Facebook, like us there. Follow us uh, on Twitter at Skillshot Seattle without the E at the end of Seattle. Um, and you can always find us on the web at skill-shot.com. Check our latest issues, calendar of events, list yeah. of pinball machines. We also have an app, the Skillshot app. Oh, right. App. Yes. Skillshot app. Uh, it's our pinball list on your phone all the time. Uh, Android, For Android or and, iOS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Android, iPhone, whatever. Um, so, yeah. Download then, that right now, guys. Yeah. And then just rate and review us if you have a free moment. We would love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can always appreciate, uh, you know, a couple five-star rave reviews. So yeah. anyway, uh, and, and tell a friend. Get somebody else new listening to this. Mm-hmm. That's always rad. Okay. It's more fun to compete. It truly is. All right. Thanks for <laughs> listening, guys. And thanks yeah. for joining us again, Lonnie. Yeah. Thank you, Lonnie. Right, thank you. All right, guys. Bye.